Howdy and welcome back to another episode of the one, the only fan club dedicated strictly to effects pedals. If you love effects pedals, you are in the right place. This is Justin. This is Vince. And we are uh, excited today. This is kind of a year in review, a recap of everything that we've discovered uh, along the way this year. Vince, I know you've got three highlights lined up. I've got three highlights lined up. But before yeah. we get into that, let's get through some housekeeping real quick. Uh, Vince, where can you find us on the gram? On the gram is at Effects Pedal Fan Club. That's right. You can find us on the web at effectspedalfanclub.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there. You can read the rules and regulations of the fan club. You can see if the fan club is right for you. Yeah. And then also, uh, what's our fan club hotline? And then you can call the hotline. You can call us at 1-609-800-FANS. That's right. Leave a message under three minutes. And um, somehow our answering machine only allows three minutes. And I think that will be the cap for the rest of the foreseeable future. And you'll hear an encouraging message about potentially going to buy your next pedal. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Because um, you should definitely always be looking for more pedals. Yep. As we say here, we've got a space on our board. Yeah. That's right, Vince. So let's get into it. I know we've got a, a lot to get through this year. Uh, I know it's been a, a really cool uh, year of discovery for me as it comes to effects pedals. And I uh, I don't know, am I speaking for you, Vince? You feel the same way? I mean, huge year. Huge year. Uh, huge year. Uh, I feel like this was my, I mean, as most people know, I started, I mean, I was a drummer for years, um, played in bands, uh, I was always a drummer and playing in, in bands and all that kind of stuff. And then I'd always dabbled in guitar, never taken it too seriously. But I mean, I knew roughly how to play. And um, then when the COVID lockdown hit, um, I was, I didn't have my drum set with me at the time. And I was like, I need to play music. And so um, Justin and I had known each other and he kind of helped to guide me into this journey into guitars and and pedals and so i haven't been in the world for very long and so like this was like the one year where i think i spent a full year being able to like be on a tone journey for a whole a whole year because i don't think i had started um like in 2020 i was just getting into the world of guitar not necessarily into effects pedals as deeply yet Oh, so, whoa, you're deep in it now, Vince. Oh, I'm deep. <laughs> Real deep. <laughs> yeah, all it took yeah. was Josh Scott to send you a fuzz pedal, and that was, yeah, uh, right. that was it. He, that was the, he said, um, welcome to the dark side, and sent hey, me a kids, fuzz pedal. <laughs> some candy? And, yeah. um, yep, that kicked it off. Um, so we're going to get well, into it here. We're going to go each go through three highlights from the year. Uh, Vince will start it off, but in a like, uh, personal highlight there, Vince, um, it's funny, you just like you came into this world as a drummer and now you're playing guitar. You're doing the full Dave Grohl thing because uh, yeah. I've just been wa love been watching you evolve as a guitarist and you're really good. I've just it's oh, been thanks, great, man. man. So yeah, it's yeah. just been a, a wonderful treat to you know every time you come over and jam at the clubhouse, you got new songs, new riffs, new tones. Um, so yeah, yeah, shout out. It's been a fun journey oh, together here, it, man. Yeah, man. Um, so Vince, kick us off with number one in your oh, so, uh, yeah, in your tone journey. What did you discover yeah, we this year? Talking, yeah, it's talking about uh, uh, the tone journey. I guess this isn't necessarily things that we may or, things we may or may not have even discussed on the podcast. But I think number one for me, a tone journey was um, 
and this one's actually a discovery. So it was when we got, I had just picked up the Way Huge Camel Toe from a friend of mine, friend of the club, gave me a smoking deal on a Way Huge Camel Toe. And I had been playing the Red Llama side of that because I just I absolutely love that pedal. But the discovery was um, when you and I jammed it and we rolled back the volume knob and discovered how much it cleaned up as opposed to any pedal I, I, I think I've ever played. The Red Llama um, side of it. It was, yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, um, and it was... Um, it was cool because I had played that pedal so much, but I had never rolled back the volume knob. Just, uh, I'm not a player that usually rides the volume knob at all. You know, I'm, it stays at 10 always. And if it's just not, like that course, much, something's yeah. wrong. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's number one for me. Uh, there's a discovery that it, like kind of blew my mind. Yep. Yeah. I remember that night, um, just jamming the red llama and just how incredibly, uh, volume sensitive that, um, uh, pedal is um that yeah. is great shout vince that was quite a revelation um not only for the red llama but i think you and your guitar journey is just like oh wow there's a this whole new level of dynamics that i can achieve um from just riding the volume up which also this isn't one of the one of mine but um when we got the um uh kitty caster fuzz driver yeah and he got the had the instruction manual and it was like all the knobs and then one of the knobs that was referenced was your oh, guitar right. volume remember yeah. that that was great that was a good shout yeah i uh, love that it was in the instruction manual i you know not to deter us too far from not get too far off topic here but i reference him a lot when i talk about when i'm showing anyone fuzz pedals cuz they talk about uh, uh i have the um the warmer the kartiku warmer Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the mm -hmm. tube screamer that has the LED like ground lights, yeah, on the bottom, uh, which I think are red. And then someone was like, "Why don't more people do that?" And I was like, "Well, actually, I heard from a pedal builder that the LED, because it goes through the circuit in some way, does affect the tone, which makes sense because anything that is in the, is involved in the circuit at all will probably affect the tone." So he. He makes them without LEDs because he doesn't want it affecting the tone at all. And I was like, oh, yeah, I no. think that's an interesting thing I never thought of. No, I guess everything matters. And when you're at that level of uh, engineering, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the LED, whether it's on or off, uh, impacts the uh, impacts the uh, signal path. So that's, yeah. a, that's a funny, funny tangent for uh, Howard. What a great guy. Yeah. Um, number uh, one of mine this year, Vince, was uh, it became... One, I fell, I think, more in love with fuzz than I ever have. Mm -hmm. But two, I became very clear what in lineage or heritage of fuzz that I love. And that is, in, you know, I think generally we could say octave fuzz, but that's maybe too general. And with yeah. the help of um, talking with Josh from JHS, it turns out that the fuzz that I love and I found through his Supreme pedal mm -hmm. is that super fuzz sound. So there is the hint of octave in it. Uh, yeah. There's just something about the mids um, and the way it's, I guess, uh, structured that, that circuit. Um, so that has been my big discovery is I am a devotee of octave fuzz, but specifically the super fuzz. And I think the fuzzes that we have in the clubhouse, at least that we've discovered that fall within that kind of heritage and family tree are 
the Boss FZ3. Uh, yep. Um, FZ2, I guess, kind of. And then also yeah. the Behringer. I forget what it is, but it's the one that Sweetwater did for $15, which is the exact oh, same circuit. The F, uh, FZ3000? Is that, is that, that what it is? That sounds right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then obviously Josh's Supreme Fuzz is a really great example of it. And specifically... Uh, what he does with the mids and the JHS toggle switch on that. Right. That was my big, big um, uh, discovery this year is yeah. when somebody asks me, hey, what's your favorite fuzz? I know exactly what right. it is. <laughs> so um, that's that's my thing is that's, it's become I mean, a, that's cr- a huge critical thing part of my tone. Yeah. Well, and we spent a ton of the year just met like playing with fuzz pedals and so many different types of fuzz pedals. That's that, I mean... It's a neat thing to be able to narrow it down and kind of define what your favorite sound is. Because there's a lot of times where I'm like, they're like, well, what do you love about this? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I haven't been able to like put it into words necessarily exactly what I like about it. It's just like something about this sound I love. Uh, yeah, um, it's very clear. Like, um, you know, I mean, maybe there's like 10 things I know without question about myself and one of them is i love super fuzzes that's it <laughs> yeah all right vince what's what's your next one bud Ooh. so number two i had the um was the moment when we were testing out the petty john mash and mm-hmm. they had just i mean completely redeveloped this mid frequency uh knob that has just the most incredible range of I think any knob that I've turned from zero to a hundred on on a pedal that like the 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 variation in which yeah this mid knob could work was just incredible and it was such a cool thing to experience because I I mean it's so different from anything I'd heard yeah I mean uh, when, um, Nate and Steven, or I guess Steven was maybe developing that circuit. Um, I think they call it the mids inductor. Yeah. I forget what exactly what they call it. Something like but that. But when they sent us that prototype to try and the power in that EQ section is unlike anything I've ever played. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about gain staging and, you know, we often put shapers, um, yeah. following certain circuits, but man, like within that one circuit, the power of that EQ section is um, incredible, and I think they have that in a, a variety of their pedals. You know, the new yeah, they well the, they've the started smash. to introduce it into their whole line of pedals that they've done since then, right? That was just like their first pedal that had that new. I think you're right, mids inductor. Yeah, I think that's what, what it was they, called. Uh, described it as, but it, yeah, I mean, yeah, just such a cool. Um, such a cool discovery. Yeah, totally. The power of that. And then, you know, Petty John, they're obviously friends of the club and just wonderful yeah. human beings. Um, and their whole limited edition. I know we have a couple of theirs that we bought from their limited drops. And um, yeah, that's a good shout, man. That was a very, very uh, powerful um, uh, control. I can't say enough about that. Yeah. Um, so number what, two. What about, yeah, I was going to say, what about yeah, number two for you? Yeah, number two for me is, it follows on the uh, FZ3. I've never, this year, I mean, it's been the year of the Super Fuzz, but it's also been the year of the um, gain stage for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel like I went down this path where I'm, I've really kind of established what I would consider my core tone. And I, I don't think I've ever really done that before in my life. I've, you know, I've played in bands and I had effects pedals cause they went, whoa, 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 whoa. And they made like <laughs> my guitar sound like, you know, you know, distortion and, and, and things like that. Um, and I've pursued some different, you know, sounds in, in my, you know, I can't say career as a guitarist cause that is definitely not my career. I'm just, uh, um, you know, documentary filmmaker who loves guitar effects pedals. Um, but, um, I think, you know, spending some time really adding EQs shapers in various circuits, I've found, um, something that I, you know, absolutely love. And that's, you know, the FZ three going into like a blues breaker circuit, which is, in this case, maybe a morning glory or something that, and then followed by the clone. And mm-hmm. I know we're, we're, we're treading kind of, uh, like dangerous water here talking about the clone. Cause it is such a controversial thing, especially yeah. since neither of you nor I have played a real clone. Right. Um, we just have <laughs> ideas of what clones sound like, and we've only played clone circuits. Yeah. But that being said, the closest I've ever come to one is well i passed on buying one for 250 dollars. well i passed on buying one the original clon for 300 dollars way back when and then yeah. i recently was exposed a couple years ago to the ktr a new one at old town music in portland and i just like that's too much and now that was dumb I... um and so now i just have the wildwood milner um right. wildwood spec milner which is the closest i'm gonna probably get to a clon in the foreseeable future yeah but that just does something to my signal. That's everything I want. Cause a lot of overdrives, there's this fizz and this hair on the, like the higher side of it. And there's too much low, but you just turn that claw on and it just shelves all that and just makes your guitar very, very proud. You know, it's just <laughs> this boom, you know, it's just, it's this thing. So that is something that, um, is again, a crucial part of my tone, that whole gain staging thing. Yeah. And I've, you know, we talk about it, but this year was the year that I learned about what it does. And, um, right. you know, those two, two sides of the equation with the FZ three and the clone type circuit or clone type circuit. That yeah. was number two for me, Vince. I love that. Where are you um, at with number? Yeah. Are we at number one, three for you? Yeah. So the third one for me, um, I actually had, I mean, one thing in mind, and then um, I just like kind of had a thought as we were talking just now um, was is actually going to be something for me that was, I think, a huge step in my growth as a guitar player and just lover of effects pedals in general because I ended up loving a pedal that I never thought I would be into at all. Um, and that was when I got the white cap, the old Bloodsoys Endeavors tremolo, which I like, since I started playing, I never really liked trims, wasn't my thing. Um, and I discovered one, I was like, that actually seems kind of cool. I'm going to get it and ended up just absolutely loving it and thinking it was such a cool sounding pedal. And I made it work with my guitar tone so easily. Um, and it was uh, it it surprised me even because I, I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. 
like I I knew it sounded cool. Um, but whenever you hear, you know, somebody else play, we talk about this all the time. It's like, do I love the pedal or do I really like the way that person plays guitar with that pedal? And so it's just, uh, I think that was like a big step in, uh, growth for me, knowing that like pedals that aren't, I may not think are my thing might end up fitting my style very well. You know, Mm -hmm. it, it, it opens up, uh, more opportunity for me. On yeah, a, on a tone uh, journey. Well, also just like the creative possibilities because it's like you're the type yeah. of guitar player or musician that like any type of pedal you throw at you, you're like, oh, I've got an idea for this, you know? Yeah. So it's fun to throw different stuff at you because then like, you know, yeah. it's just like this idea machine, like it just, yeah. you know, stoking the fires. And I yeah. do remember that because like for a long time you're like, nah, I'm not a trem guy. And I was like, oh, this yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. This no, is really it, hard it, for me to hear. <laughs> Because tremolo is built into amplifiers. It is amazing. Yeah. And it goes wah, 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 wah. Like what effects <laughs> it's do. what you just talked about. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Um, you know, that's funny too. Cause like that was like a huge thing that I think I, um, I talked about a lot, um, towards the beginning of my journey was that I, I like forcing myself to do something different too. Cause it, you, like you said, it kind of stokes the fire, especially like as far as like creativity goes, it'll make you, think about something differently or hear something differently and it'll, um, allow you to create something different, um, as well, which uh, you said it perfectly. I ton, I love create like writing and creating music with different tones and sounds and stuff like that. So like I plug in something different and all of a sudden I'm playing, I'm writing something I've never would have written if I had, I not plugged in that pedal. Yeah. Um, you are uh, very keen to those types of sonic inspiration, so it's always fun yeah. to, you sonic know. Sonic inspiration. Uh, that's that's perfect way to describe it. Yeah, so, sonic inspiration, yeah. that Also, when you're like, hey, man, I got a new pedal, I'm like, oh, that means a couple new songs. That's great. Um, <laughs> it's fun for me. Um, so the, the I guess the third and final one for me is a, kind of a two-parter because the pedal itself that I'm going to talk about led me into this new aspect of my plane, which I'm really, really excited about, especially if you've looked at my board as of late. And the big thing for me this year in terms of just finding a pedal I absolutely loved was the discovery of the Source Audio Collider. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're big fans of the Collider, and I think we should probably at some point spend a lot of time talking about it. And maybe yeah. this is the the point, but or the, the 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 moment we do talk about it is just how effective it is as a as a dual pedal for both delay and reverb in a single unit. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of both those effects. Yeah, absolutely love um, those effects, and you know. That that pedal, if I was kind of my desert island delay reverb space yeah, yeah. time pedal. Sure. But what it has done for me as a guitarist is one, it I guess it introduced me to like like Bluetooth apps and editing, you know, um your algorithms with your phone and stuff, which I can't say I'm super stoked on because I did it like I spent like three or four days on it, got it all set and I haven't touched it since. But <laughs> right 
what it has led me to do as a as a guitar player is control various parameters and in, in, in this case mostly i always just control the mix of like you know how wet the effect is yes. with an expression pedal right yep so that has led me to you know the world of performative like expression pedal management mm-hmm. or you know what i'm saying and um i just can't um say enough about that uh the fact that I can go from like just a little bit of hall reverb and I can actually just write the word space on my expression pedal. And if I go toe down on that, it is deep, deep, deep reverb. And so now I was just like jamming just actually, I went to go jam before we got on this, but then my cat just wanted to hang out and I was like, I can't jam with, I'm just going to hang out with the cat. But (laughs) I, you know, moving stuff around in the clubhouse, I've got four expression pedals now (laughs) next to my board that cover you know, depth of the chorus, speed of the chorus, depth of the Andy Timmons halo, uh, depth of the reverb, right? So I, I have yeah. all these like um, things that allow me to kind of control just how wet my guitar tone is. It becomes like part of the performance, although I'm not performing, but you get the idea. Yeah. So, you know, my third my third thing is, you know, not just how much I love the Source Audio Collider, because I think it might be the greatest delay reverb ever made, Yeah, but just how much you can control on the fly with effects pedals. So, you know, there it is, Vince. That's my, that's my third one. I love that. Well, and it's funny too, that you talk about those being, you know, all the things that are tied to expression pedals, because it, uh, it really, when you talk about performance pieces, it, it's, it's kind of an expression of you being able to replicate kind of your, what you're trying to do through like sonically mm-hmm. or like mood or feeling that way. Like you, I mean, you go pretty much go into this place where you're just in the zone jamming and like you can fully control that as you go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, I mean, I can't play a, a lot of notes and I can p- play very few right notes, but man, <laughs> I can go from, like taking somebody from like, oh yeah, we're in this, you know, uh, we're in the BB King like blues box, but man, it got real spacey real quick um, yeah. with my my expression pedals. Um, so that's you know just been a, a really cool cool thing to add to, like you said, maybe more some improv imp- improvisational moments or some adding yeah. some emotion to it and just really kind of you know seeing how uh, personality comes out into it from this you know just you know yeah. How, how how that's going so i love that um, that's a that's a great desert island pedal too the source audio like, collider yeah i mean I, it's so good you know that's i think we're gonna have to talk about that for at some point because yeah because you have like these desert island scenarios with uh books or movies or things like that or like just take anything with you what would you take type thing it's like i, I don't think i've ever thought about that with pedals Oh yeah, Cause, yeah. Because we'll, we'll Desert Island, you're Desert forced Island. to choose things, and it's like, do I want something versatile, or do I want something that's that is my core sound, or 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 both? You know? Yeah. Like, do you want to have a wider variety of things, or like, do you want that thing that just always hits home? That's it's also funny that you say that, Vince. Because although I say it is my Desert Island pedal. I think it's coming off my board. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but that's what that's what makes it wonderful. Because like my board goes through changes like crazy, and there's pedals where I'm like, one of my favorite sounds 
Uh, as you know, like one of my favorite drive pedals is still the way huge saucy box. I think that pedal is so cool. And the way that it works with the tone knob is it adds in clean blend as you move the tone knob and it, there's not a separate knob for it. It just kind of, it chooses kind of how much goes in as you're messing with the tone knob. And I think that's something that's, uh, I don't know if other pedals do it or not, but I, that one I can, there's a sweet spot that I hit with the tone knob where I'm just like, that is, that's exactly where I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that pedal's not on my board. (laughs) It's not on your board. No, No. we have all of them too. I think we have a lot of them. We have a lot of saucy boxes. We have a lot of them. You know, it's funny is we don't have the, the original, the original one, the basic one, just the black and pink (laughs) saucy box. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a couple we're missing. We've talked about that many episodes and it's a great pedal. Um, I have a lot of favorite pedals too that just aren't there, but yeah, I think this, this is probably not for this episode, but it's probably for, I guess, going in the new year. Right. Yeah. Is when we talk about our boards and like where they're at and where they started. Yeah. Rebaseline for sure. Yeah. So, uh, club members, um, make sure you one, I guess, share the podcast with, uh, other people or, uh, affectionate, um, uh, passionate about effects pedals, but you know, we're going into the new year. This will be the last one of this year, but we're going to go into the new year and we're going to start off the new year. Like as we always do, and we're going to baseline our current boards, which will yep. be where they started last year, where they are now. And then maybe kind of where we see them going in 2023. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I see. I know we're we're gonna get into it next uh, next episode, but I I actually have like a, a good idea of where I think my board's gonna go because like where it is now is definitely like not where it was when I started last year, but like it's not gonna be the same. I don't think I'll be sticking with my current configuration long. Not that I ever do, but like there's there's already like a vision happening for like what's where it's going. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's exciting. So we'll have to save it for next episode. I'm going to save it for next episode. But one thing we do have that um, we're looking forward to in 2023, I think both Vince and I, and hopefully the uh, club members are too, is um, there is a lot of people that want to talk with us and that we want to talk to. And now that we've got the remote thing figured out, we are going to make that happen. Yeah. Um yeah, our our goal is to start including a lot of um, uh, builders along the podcast with us to be able to um, pick their brains about the stuff that we know nothing about. And That's I love exciting. to hear and like I love hearing inspiration behind things because I mean it's just like I feel like just like playing guitar. I feel like there's always inspiration behind like a creating a certain sound. It's like oh I love this pedal. I want to create something of my own in that direction or maybe it's an inspiration from something that's completely different that just happened to inspire something. Um, yeah, you know. I think, I think what we are probably going to find out speaking with builders is that I don't think they ever think about like, Oh, the market needs this. I think they think like, <laughs> no, Oh, I think this will be rad. Let's see what the market does. That's true. It's probably not. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the bottom of that next year. But, um, yeah, Vince, this has been a great year. Um, thanks to all the club members who have listened to us. Please spread the yeah. word. Um, anything else we want to uh, shout out? Uh, no, I mean, a shout out to any builders, pedal builders. Uh, yeah. 
Go buy some pedals. Small builders. Those builders. We appreciate uh, people who are building pedals on their own in their free time and are helping create, uh, basically help us keep doing what we like to do because they just keep making more pedals for us to try out. That's right. It is a golden era of effects pedal uh, going on right now, and we are going to explore it more in 2023. Uh, Vince, um, what is it when we say when we think about considering getting a pedal? Yeah, go go get that pedal. All right, Vince. Uh, it's been a good season, and we will talk, I guess, in a few days. We'll see you next, next year. year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for now, and uh, thanks again. Take care.